0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Recently, I was on a podcast and a really interesting concept was brought up, and that was using AI to speak to or understand animals. And that was something I'd actually never thought of before. Um, but there's a number of companies right now developing AI technology to help us understand what animals are saying. This is a fascinating concept. So today on the podcast, we're going to dive into uh, what this means and why this might be important for us to do in the future. So as a little background on this whole, I guess, space, I think there's a little bit of really interesting um, history. So back in 1963, a researcher named Margaret Howe Lovett entered a NASA-funded program, and essentially her goal was to try and speak with dolphins. So Over the course of three months, she spent every hour, 24 hours a day, in an isolation tank with one dolphin in particular. And uh, she had, you know, the instructions of a neuroscientist, John Lilly. um, And her goal was to help, or she was attempting to try to get the dolphin to make human-like sounds through its blowhole. So um, I would say that Lilly's methods grew really uh, controversial. Um, I think later on they were trying to give the dolphin LSD. Ultimately, this wasn't a successful project. Um, and the funding for the experiment got shut down after, I believe, three years, which is still a decent amount of time. In any case, um, you know, some people complain that that particular, you know, experiment shut down the whole um, the whole kind of field for a couple decades. And I think what's really interesting is that we are bringing this back today. Um, there's a project called Project SETI, it's a nonprofit, um, and they are using AI to try to understand the communication of sperm whales in particular, but there's a number of other ones that are, I think are quite interesting as well, looking at talking to different animals. Now, originally when I was kind of researching and looking into this, I saw, I guess, one of the main reasons that these, you know, researchers are saying it's important that we understand how to talk to animals, beyond just the fact that, you know, that's an incredibly interesting concept is um they you know they they brought up the fact that it would help ships to know specifically with whales they say it would help ships to know you know where whales are what they're saying um but specifically if we can understand where they are uh then we'll be able to avoid hitting them and at first i thought okay this is kind of a far-fetched reason i mean maybe they're just trying to have like some eco-friendly spin on this to make it seem like what they're doing is kind of important i did a little bit of research and i did find that over 20,000 whales apparently are hit by ships every year and killed, um, which is a quite a quite a significant amount. So I do think it's interesting. I've seen, you know, there's been some some, you know, sad pictures of whales essentially on the front bows of these big, um, you know, these big container ships, I guess they get hit by those and that takes them out. And in any case, it is a sad, sad concept. But Um, so I, I definitely think that there is a need or an issue there, but my one thought, um, in relation to all of that is I'm not sure if understanding whales and what they're saying would actually help solve that problem to a great degree. I mean, essentially what you're thinking about doing is putting something in the water that is listening for sounds, you know, you hear the whale and, uh, allegedly they're saying by understanding it talk, you could find out where it was and avoid it. I don't think that's realistic. I think realistically, if that was the problem you're trying to solve, you'd just listen to the whale sounds and then try to deduct where they were, deduce where they were, or just have, you know, some sort of radar or sonar uh, scanning in front of you. So I'm not sure if this uh, specific use case actually solves that problem that I think most uh, most of these articles and studies are alleging to try to solve. But in any case, I think this is a really fascinating concept, um, and I think this is a really interesting space so i'm not you know discounting the the relevancy of this line of work i'm just not 100 percent sure it's going to solve the problems people say it's going to solve but that aside let's dive into it so um i think a lot of the past research into kind of this animal communication was focused on trying to get animals to talk like humans um, which obviously has not been successful to this point um and so kind of this new wave that we're starting to see now um, takes more of a what it, what they're calling a biocentric approach so essentially they're using ai to understand non-human communication um how animals naturally speak and so i think this is actually fairly feasible we've recently actually created ais that have um, been able to help us understand ancient languages which i think is really interesting including a number of different babylonian texts um so we actually use ai to decipher these you know ancient languages So I think the idea that, you know, we could create this kind of, you know, Google Translate like program to essentially um, decode animals in and then kind of convert that into what they might be saying based off of our language. I don't think it's very far off. And I think it's definitely possible. Um, So a researcher uh, named by the name of Gruber, he works for Project SETI, who's kind of in this space, he said, it looks like the information that can be carried in sperm whale clicks is a lot greater than we thought we're onto something very promising. And so apparently one of their projects that they're working on is to decode the language of sperm whales. Um, And sperm whales are considered a federally endangered species in the U.S. Um, And I think another project called Earth Species Project, they're currently cataloging the calls of Hawaiian crows. I know, kind of a random animal. Um, But they're attempting to build new technology that can help Humans talk to animals which is very very interesting project another project is called deep squeak this is a software that uses um, deep learning algorithms to identify process and categorize essentially the ultrasonic squeaks of rodents so you know in case you ever wanted to uh, talk to that rat that lives in your house or maybe find out where the rat is so that you can go and exterminate it i'm sure people some people like that i know some people have rats for pets so i guess if that's your if that's your thing there's also an open source project that i thought was kind of interesting and essentially what they're doing is they have a program to visualize thousands of bird sounds using machine learning so that's kind of interesting so among kind of all of these different advancements we're we're looking at um this kind of emerging field of what they're calling digital bioacoustics which essentially compi- combines computer vision with Uh, natural language processing. And the idea is to go and kind of pick up these animal patterns um, out in nature. So the technology, essentially how they're currently doing this, right. And also when we're talking about like this program with the whales and how they're trying to, you know, decode what whales are saying with AI. Essentially, they have a lightweight digital recorder, which they are attaching to the backs of whales and turtles. Um, Those are the primary ones that they're doing this with right now. And um, the idea being that they can actually detect sounds beyond hearing um, or like humans' hearing range. So, according to Karen Baker, so she's the author of a book called The Sound of Life, um, she says that bioacoustics have already helped us to understand bat vocalization. Um, and so, for example, she said that bats can actually remember favors and they can harbor grudges, apparently. And they also have specific calls that kind of function as names. And all of this we've discovered because of bioacoustics, which ties in machine learning um, and animal sounds. So while I do think this is a fascinating field of research right now, I will say that Gruber, who is kind of the lead scientist um, on one of these projects, he said that we are still a long ways off before we can actually understand these kind of nonverbal animal communications. Um, He said, all these large language models that we're hearing so much about in recent months are all based on human language. And now um, it's even interesting to be like, well, how much of this technology is even applicable for understanding animals and whales? And that's something that's still a question mark because we don't have any other database of as extensive as we have our own language, he says. So I think this is really interesting. Um, Obviously, ChatGPT was, you know, trained on this massive corpus of the internet, all human dialogue, but imagine if we had that much data on, for example, sperm whale conversations. Obviously, that would be absolutely insane to collect that much data um, from these whales who are not consenting to us, you know, strapping stuff to their back and, like, listening to them, whereas humans just kind of give away all of our data and talk online for, you know, for fun, but... uh, Imagine if we had that massive database and were able to, you know, train AI models to understand what they're saying, detect patterns. Um, I think it'd be really, really incredible, you know, in a lot of different ways. Now, one thing that uh, they did mention as part of kind of what they're looking at, which I personally think is a little bit funny, but, uh, you know, everyone I'm sure will have their own opinions on this. He said um, there are some ethical questions to consider. This is not a concept I ever thought about when I thought about, you know, understanding uh, uh, animals with AI. To me, it just sounds like, well, that'd be super cool. I can imagine a lot of people would absolutely love this to be able to understand what their dog might be saying or thinking. I mean, you know, dogs mostly are just barking at the mailman. But uh, I think it'd be kind of cool, you know, if you could... uh, I feel like I've seen, like, a lot of cartoons where the the dog's barking at, like, the mailman, but then it goes into the dog's head and what it's, like, actually saying it's kind of funny. Um, so, I mean, this would be really cool. I think people pay a lot of money, whether it's the dog, their cat, their hamster, whatever their animal is. I think people pay a lot of money to uh, try to understand or communicate or talk with their pets. So I think that's, like, one big area that right off the bat I automatically go to and think. Um, but... That being said, apparently there are some ethical questions to consider. For example, he says, um, Do we have the right to eavesdrop on animals without their consent? Or even worse, what if they're complaining about us or plotting a revolution? Do we even want to know? He specifically said, Like, what is UX for whales and what is the purpose of it? That's uh, McDowell that said that as another researcher. And he also said, Um, These are really huge questions that aren't answered because we've been so enthralled with the idea that we can actually do this. I think it's beautiful. It comes from a good place that people want to make contact in that way. But we need to decide why we're doing it. Okay, well, first off, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'm not really concerned about if whales care that we're listening to them or not. I'm not really worried about the ethical implications of uh, understanding animals. That's my personal opinion. Um, but it is really interesting and we'll see how this goes we'll see if you know some people do have some sort of pushback in this space all in all I think this is gonna be really incredible technology gonna make some really amazing breakthroughs and I see the biggest use case that could actually generate revenue uh, probably being uh, from a consumer perspective uh, using this to actually understand their pets talk to their pets communicate I think that'd be really fun really cool and an amazing use case so it will be interesting to see where this goes in the future and how we are able to continue to understand, listen to,